Some people compare to average, and it makes them feel really good usually. Some people compare to the best in the industry or the best in the field or the best in the sport. And then some people compare to what they're capable of. The only thing you should compete with is yourself, number one. And the only thing you can really compare yourself to is you, you yesterday and who you want to be in the future because you don't know the truth of anybody else. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live podcast, episode number 953, How Your Growth Affects Your Relationships. Today, for episode number 954, who should you compare yourself to? So you'll hear oftentimes people say that comparison is the thief of joy. I believe that less now than I ever have in my entire life. And the reason is, I think that comparison serves a purpose if it's in the right, in the right time, if you're in the right state, and if you have the right references around you. So this weekend, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, and I had this breakthrough because we were talking about, so this person is in real estate. And I remember when he started real estate, he told me, he said, it's interesting, Kev, because a lot of the people that I'm working with, and this was several years ago, he said a lot of the people I'm working with, real estate isn't their full-time thing. It's just kind of something to supplement their income. And they don't really take it super seriously. And I know that if I compare myself to them and I compare myself to their processes and their results and how serious they take this, I would feel really, really good about myself. So we were having a conversation this week or this weekend, and he said, I'm really only comparing now to the top of the top in the organizations around us. And he lives in Massachusetts. He said around these organizations in mass, I'm comparing to the top of the top, the people who are producing the most. And I was thinking, okay, that's interesting. And I know that Alan usually is comparing to the best version of himself. He's usually comparing to what he thinks is his maximum potential. So in that moment, I had a little bit of a breakthrough. I thought to myself, okay, from what I've seen, people tend to compare in one of three ways. They compare to the norm or the average. They compare to the best, or they compare to the greatest potential that they believe they have. So it's either other people who aren't doing super well, it's people who are the best in the world, or it's their own unique potential. Check in with that. Check in with where you're at. I find that most people that I've spoken to are usually comparing to the average. And the reason I say that is because they don't necessarily have the reference for the best. So they might not know somebody who is quote unquote the best in a given industry. They may never have seen that person live or whatever it may be. So they don't necessarily have the proof to say, okay, that's what the best looks like. So I remember when I learned to snowboard, I tried to learn snowboarding by watching YouTube videos. 
I try to brush up and freshen up on what, you know, what did what. But my girlfriend in the past, my ex-girlfriend, we went to a mountain in upstate New York. And when we got there, I found out that this mountain, it was called Whiteface Mountain, actually had the Olympics some years ago. It was a big, 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 big mountain. And I'm thinking, this is going to go horribly wrong. I've never taken a a ski lift. We're going up to the top of this mountain. Like, we're going to do it. We're going to see what happens. And we start. And I do my first run and I fall a couple times. I do my second run. I fall like once or twice. I do my third run. And I remember getting down to the bottom of the mountain and I thought to myself, oh, this is really not that bad. I'm actually doing just as good as my girlfriend at the time. I'm, I think I'm crushing it. I'm actually doing pretty darn well here. I was comparing myself to an average snowboarder, right? If I was comparing myself to the best in the world, I would have felt very, very bad about myself. I didn't know what my potential was, so I wasn't comparing to that. But that's a good story for this. Now, Alan and I had somebody on the podcast, I don't know, probably like 40 or 50 episodes ago. His name is Phil M. Jones, best-selling author and an amazing speaker. I remember during and after that episode, I was thinking that might be the best person that we've had on this show in terms of their speaking capabilities. I was comparing to the best. I thought, can I be as good as that? Can I go onto a podcast and be as eloquent with my words and have wonderful pauses and have great points and great stories? I was comparing to the perceived best. So those are two, the average and the best. Alan is going to talk about the third, comparing to your potential. Yeah. So first of all, Kev, I really appreciate that we're doing this episode because I think two things. I think that I understand why people say that comparison is the thief of joy. But it does serve a purpose, and and Kevin and I are very practical. We're learning more and more and more how practical we are. Imagine a company that that didn't ever, ever compare to any competition. They never looked at their industry and studied the industry. Imagine if Kevin and I had no reference point whatsoever as to whether or not we're succeeding or not in statistical comparison. So what I just want to say up front here is that comparison is often the thief of joy, not because... It's the thief of joy, but because maybe you're comparing improperly. If you go and buy a home, you're going to need to compare. The, it's called comps. So before Emilia and I moved into this home, we would do we would make sure that they were the list price. What before we offered the right amount of money, we would compare to what other homes in the neighborhood of the same caliber have sold for. There's a difference between a shack and a half million dollar condo and a thirty million dollar home, and you have to know that. And so while I understand why people say don't compare, it's, it's also very much um, a little bit naive in my honest opinion because comparison is important to have a statistical understanding of where you fall in things and there's real utility to that. That said, what Kevin and I do usually say is, here's a caveat, be very careful that you're not comparing to someone else's Instagram reel or their perceived success when in reality, like I said, as being a model you know, and, and then we'll move on here. But when I was a model, we took, I did 41 photo shoots. So not only was I in the best shape of my life for that day and, and prepared for that day for the shoot, but then we took hundreds of photos and then we narrowed them down to maybe 25 per shoot. And then I chose to post only those 25. And on top of that, the, the photographers actually edited the photos. They didn't Photoshop anything. I, I told them, please don't Photoshop anything, but they did the lighting and made it better. So when Kevin and I say don't compare yourself to other people's Instagram or other people's Facebook, that's because you're comparing to something that's not the reality. 
that's the highlight reel. And so, so if you're going to compare, be careful when you're comparing on the digital front, because Kevin and I have been very humbled um, to realize that most people are not nearly as successful as they are perceiving or perceived to be. That said, this third scenario is what my girlfriend Emilia compares to always. And it's been so fascinating because I used to think that everyone compared to the same thing I did. And, and, um, her and I live from that same paradigm, but he- here's a, a story that will articulate the third scenario of, of maximizing one's potential. So my, my beautiful girlfriend, Emilia, uh, is without a question, the hardest working human being I've ever personally witnessed. Okay. And I've met a lot of people. I'm 33 years old and hard work is a virtue in my opinion. And I, I've always had reverence for hard work always. And that will become clear to someone who has 950 episodes. Like Kevin and I love working hard. As a matter of fact, I'll tell this story briefly too. When I first met Kevin and I saw that he brought his podcasting equipment to England, I knew he was another level of hard work and dedication. And I was like, that was a new standard. That was a new standard for me of who I was willing to work with. That said, my girlfriend, Emilia, quite frankly, and I mean this seriously, she doesn't actually think she's that hardworking. And I now figured out why. She's not comparing to other people. Compared to other people, Emilia is the hardest working person ever. There's no one harder working, including myself. And I never say that, okay? Um, that's the fascinating thing is she doesn't even think she's that hardworking, but here's why. Because she's comparing to what she's capable of. And compared to what she's capable of, she's not even close. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things. But as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process. And not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff. I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're going to have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me. Thanks. And so that's the three types of people. Some people compare to average and it makes them feel really good usually. Some people compare to the best in the industry or the best in the field or the best in the sport. And then some people compare to what they're capable of. And I tend to be that third one. And that's why I said this on book club recently. I said, you're never going to hear me say like, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing such a great job. I'm even right now. So Kevin and I, we do seven episodes a week, but we're never like, oh, we're so great. Like, um, we're doing an awesome job. Usually you hear about how much we're Jeffing. Usually you hear about how much we're messing up. And I said this to the team recently too. Like, you're never going to hear me say that I'm doing a great job. Like, I think the team is doing a great job. I think NLU is doing a great job, but I'm not really doing a great job compared to what I'm capable of. And so you got to be careful about which one of these you're doing and you have to try to balance them with the other ones because I'm trying to actually, I have some clients where I honestly, I want to bring people to the truth. And some clients I'm, I'm like, listen, you're honestly like, 
the truth is you're not actually going to get to this dream with like one of my clients uh, has a net worth of 75 million. And I had to be honest with him and say, listen, to be completely transparent, like with, with these stats and PPT and the way you operate, you're not going to get to the $75 million mark. And, and that's just the, the truth. You need to like level it up. You got to amp it up. You got you to gotta dial the work ethic up, the intensity up, the, the difficult conversations up. Whereas with someone like Emilia, for example, I just want to, her to see like how good she really is because she doesn't really think that much of herself. It's like this weird thing where she's hands down the most extraordinary person I've ever met, but yet she doesn't think she's that extraordinary because she believes in herself so much and she's only ever comparing to what she's capable of and to where what her goals are. Compared to her goals, she's nowhere close. Compared to the average human being, she's leagues ahead. And and it's it's a weird, uncomfortable thing to contemplate from all these different perspectives. But if you want a holistic perspective of yourself from a statistical perspective, you really do have to contemplate these things. You you know, compared to the average Joe or the average Jane, I am very, very, very hardworking. And I have to know that. Compared to Emilia, not as much. And that's okay, right? That that now I'm gonna work on that. And it all depends on what you want. So so figure out what your subconscious is comparing to and then understand the implications of that. And then really try to ask yourself these other questions of like, oh, you know what? Compared to average, I'm actually pretty great. One last story. I was giving a speech, Kev, at uh, Worcester Academy on podcasting. And I told them, they're four episodes in. And they were asking me these questions. And I said, okay, real quick, I just want to stop you right there. The really important piece to understand here is that if any part of you is comparing to me right now, that's a big mistake. Because I have 950 episodes of speaking in front of a microphone. And one of the kids was very, uh, he asked me like, what do I do when I don't know what to say? I just, I just shell up. I don't know what to say. When the camera's on and the mic is on, I, I shell up and I don't know what to say. I say, honestly, that's totally normal. Like you just own it. Just say, honestly, I don't know what to say. And then let the other person talk. I said, you cannot compare yourself to me. What you should be doing, if anything, is comparing to me at four episodes. If you compared to our fourth episode and how many listens we had back then, that would be a reasonable comparison. That's a beginner comparing to a beginner. But you do not want to compare to someone in the NFL when you're in peewee football. That's a that's a big, big, big mistake because obviously there's a decade in between of, of mastery. I was going to say that. I'm, one of the things I'm frustrated about is I think the first five episodes for some reason don't show up on Apple Podcasts. Oh, no. I have yeah. no idea why. We didn't delete them. That wasn't intentional. I don't know where they went. But one of the reasons I'm frustrated is because you can't go back and watch that. You can't listen to episode number one and realize how terrible it was. Now this is the I have thing. it on my YouTube. Do you? If you if you ever need it. Yeah. I do. I I don't know. I'd love to find a way to put it in in the catalog, but the problem is it's time sensitive. So it would be the most it'll be the latest release. So I don't I don't know. Maybe some point we'll do it. Maybe we'll drop it as a bonus episode. I don't know. But it's important. We have it privately unlisted. If anyone does want to view that episode, episode one, DM uh, Kevin or me. Yeah please. Like if you want to see the first episode you can. Yeah. Um, just DM us. And this is the other thing too. Even that's dangerous because I would argue that Alan and I were potentially better speakers or I'll say um, maybe we had a higher potential in the beginning. I'm not saying we were necessarily better, but I had done Facebook Lives. I had done rap. 
So there, it wasn't my first time in front of the microphone. It sounds like it was my first time in front of the microphone, but <laughs> it's important because when you start something, if you are comparing to somebody seasoned, it's not going to be good. If you're seasoned and you're comparing to somebody who just started, you're doing yourself a disservice. I do believe comparing yourself to your potential is probably the only accurate way to go. And that's why people say the only thing you should the only thing you should compete with is yourself, number one, and the only thing you can really compare yourself to is your, you yesterday and who you want to be in the future because you don't know the truth of anybody else. So I second Alan's point. Alan, we got to get out of here because we one have to One more quick oh thing. I know we got to go. We got to prep for real, the Real quick, Kev. So the one caveat that's dangerous about only comparing to your potential is that you might devalue yourself because if Emilia is only ever comparing to her potential, she will not have an accurate understanding of how rare she is. One of my clients, and I'll keep this private, but I told her, you need to understand she only ever compares to her potential, this person. She is, like, unbelievable at her age. Like, I, I would put a lot of money on her being successful in the future. But she doesn't really understand how rare she is because she only ever is comparing to what she's capable of. And so, if, if you can't treat diamonds and dirt the same. And, and so, if you're out there and you are comparing to your potential, just understand that you should also understand statistically where where your genius zone is and and what that means in comparison to others, um, because otherwise you might be paid less than you're worth, um, and and vice versa as well. If you're only comparing to average, you might think you deserve more than you're really worth. And so it's really important to do all three. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And this is the last thing I'll say too, because I can't let you get the last, you know, the last no words. I'm not gonna get it. I I wonder, and it's probably not this simple, but from what I've seen. People who compare themselves to other people, let's just say average, and we don't mean average in any negative connotation. It's just, I think that's the easiest way to sum it up. I think it's usually people who have a lower self-worth, a lower self-belief, maybe less confidence because they don't want to create such a big contrast. I think people who compare to the best are pretty high self-belief. And then I would say the people who compare to their highest potential are usually probably somewhat visionary. That's that's my intuition. I could be off on that. And again, I don't mean any offense by it, but I just do believe it's easier just to quantify it that way. Next level nation, if you're listening to this, we are still in April for a few more days. So that means we are doing our review giveaway. So if you want to potentially win a $100 Amazon gift card for one minute of your time, just click the link in our show notes, leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. And then at the end of April, we're going to choose a winner totally random, and we're going to send them a $100 Amazon gift card. This helps us get more reviews, which helps us help more people because when you go on Amazon, you look at the reviews. Podcasts are the same way. So please help us help more people, and we love you always. So we have a monthly meetup coming up. It is on Thursday, May 5th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I posted about this in Next Level Nation. It has taken 33 years to try to figure out a formula, a recipe, a strategy that is foolproof, no matter what your background, no matter what your culture, no matter what your country, no matter what your goal is, as long as it's within reason, within, within possibility, then you can use this manifestation equation. There's eight steps. There was seven, and then Kevin was like, where is visualization and emotionalization in there? And I was like, oh, my bad. So we added an eighth step. We're gonna go. Over, we're gonna dig deep into this equation on the monthly meetup. The registration link will be in the show notes. Please join us. Ask questions. This is the equation 
from my understanding, coaching people all over the world from all with all different industries and different goals, this is the one that always works. And I've been actually pulling this digital asset up in front of my clients saying, which one is the kink in your hose? When you have a kink in the hose and the flow stops, we have to unkink it. Usually there's a few that are rock solid for each individual. And then usually there's a few that are the big problem points. Come with us to this monthly meetup, find the problem points so that we can fix them. And again, totally free, totally private, behind the scenes. We're not going to try to sell you on anything. Again, we want to add as much value as humanly possible. And no matter where you are, whether you have $100 million or you have $0, we want to be able to add value and help you get to the next level. So please, please join us tomorrow for episode number 955. It is last week's live Q&A. How do I say no to certain things without feeling guilty? A very, very powerful episode. As always, we love you. We appreciate you at NLU. We don't have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Lazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.